Hello, hello. We are back with Tam Sư Voi Tam, Voi Amy, the Vietnamese podcast powered by George Asian Times. And I am back with another guest today. I'm very, very excited. And I got the privilege to know him recently. And I'm really, um, it's, it's, his story is very, very interesting, and I was very intrigued by it that I said, hey, let's bring him on. But before that, I have a few um, announcements. So the nomination for 25 most influential Asian Americans in Georgia is now open, and it ends on April 7th. You can go on our website, georgiasiantimes.com, to nominate your favorite and the Asian American in Georgia that you feel most deserving and have the most impact in your life and in the community. And the second thing is the AAPI Summit um, in May. It's May 4th at UGA Gwinnett Campus. You can now go online and buy early bird tickets. I attended last year and I had a blast. I learned so much and I am sure you will really enjoy it. So we are back right now with my next guest speaker it, he is from georgia originally he's born and raised here and he came from a very humbling background and i love his story and i'll let him tell his story but let's bring on lbc let's build confidence ceo jimmy nguyen Hi, Jimmy. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for being on a podcast with you. I'm actually really, really excited to have this kind of this conversation with you um, on the podcast. I really want other people to hear your stories. So when we met probably two months ago, and um, right. I was always very intrigued with your stories of, you know, from your humbling background and upbringing into where you're at right now and I just you know I I don't know if it was a good thing that I added you on Facebook or it was a bad thing because I see so much activities every single day and it's so cool all of your stuff and I really I, I really admire you for um for that so I'm sure everyone is ready to dive in and um get to know you a little bit so tell us a little bit about yourself um, a little about myself, okay. Um, what about myself? Um, from the person I am today, uh, how you met me is is not the person how I used to be. Um, so you know, my parents came here like in 1980. When they came, when they came from Vietnam, they just don't want to live under communism. So they went to America just just to you know have a new life. Uh, with the rest of my uh, extended family, so just just going to work here, you know, my dad always like, you know, get uh, a lot of he always get a lot of like uh, uh, people that that also have family from the Vietnam War that passed away. So you know, just working in America, you know, my dad had to go to a lot of people that be picking on him at work. So you know, he don't know how to speak English, so what he do? He just come home and put everything out on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, at the time, I don't understand, but still, it wasn't uh, right no matter what. It's still not right what he did, but 
you know, always put out on me such as, you know, uh, just beat me up and, you know, just couldn't go to school the next day. You know, that's how busted up I am. Um, so just, so just growing up at home, I just didn't feel the love for my dad. So it just led me to run away from home. And when I ran away from home, I just like, uh, at a very young age at 12 and I had to learn everything in my own to survive out there. Um, <clears throat> I joined gangs because I feel at that time, you know, gangs showed me more love to my own family, but at the same time, you know, that's, that's the good and that's the love and also that's the bad, which is doing, uh, you know, gang activity, which was lending me in juvenile, uh, throughout my whole teenage years. Um, so when I, when I got out of, uh, juvenile prison, I just, uh, put myself in nail school and start learning how to do nails, just typical Vietnamese people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and, um, you know, but at that time I still felt like, you know, nails wasn't, you know, I was still young and nails wasn't, you know, fast enough money for me. So I went back to the street, we went back to the gangs and, Start doing gang activity uh, again, uh, selling drugs, uh, gang bangs, uh, you know stuff like that. You know, so um, with with landing me in prison for a very very long time. So even in prison, uh, you know, um, I you know I found you know I found faith when I was in there. You know, I mean it took years and then I found faith. I wasn't the nicest guy when I first got in there though. So uh, after I found I, faith, I don't, I don't believe just, that. I am sorry to cut you. I don't believe that because I met you and you're the <laughs> nicest guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I tell you I look totally different person than how I, I am today. You know, uh, a lot of people that uh, used to know me will would tell you. You know, they were like, "Oh, I'm surprised that he he go around he teach nails now." <laughs> 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 yeah, guys, a totally different uh, person. You know, uh, so I, when I changed my life around, it just uh, <clears throat> uh, I went there and started trying to get my GED because at first I was just like, you know, um, you know, playing around in class, you know, because even in prison they have GED programs too. Uh, I was just playing around in class and then I was like, you know what, it's time to get serious, you know, and I just thought, you know, uh, um, uh, um, studying and uh, next thing you know, I got my GED, got one of the part of uh uh, high, one of the highest grade in prison. So, so what I did is I start teaching. They let me teach to the fellow inmates, you know, so that I could try to help them get their GED. Um, so, you know, the teaching part, you know, it just it's the root of teaching. You know, well, now I'm a nail educator, you know, so the root of it start in prison, you know. So when I got out of prison, you know. Um, I worked really hard and opened up a trucking business. I didn't know nothing about trucking, but you know, I still I still invest my money into trucking just to see, you know, do something different, you know, besides nails. Right. So uh, that that one there was a big mistake because I went in with like six people. <laughs> uh, so we just broke apart and we just split the trucks, you know, and I. I I moved to Indiana. I moved to uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. I moved to uh, Indiana, and me and my wife we have a nail shop, 
And I was like, oh, why we keep going to the supply store, you know, to buy stuff? You know, why can't we just open our own supply store? So next thing you know, uh, open up a supply store. But then when I was doing that with her, she was like, well, I can, I, I never, I never know anybody that could just, you know, pick up on nails so fast, you know, because, you know, every time I, my father used to beat on me, uh, what I do is just go in my room and start drawing, you know, so art is also something that always uh, in me, you know, since I was a, a child. So anything that I do with art is just like, uh, anything I do with art is just like <clears throat> easy for me to understand, right? right. So um, uh, even in prison, you know, every time I get hurt, I draw, you know. In prison, uh, I feel like my friends, my gang friends uh, betrayed me. You know, and I was hurt. I even start drawing. You know. So if we see so, like really good designs on the nails that you post, that means that somebody hurt you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I see some good ones, but I always see you laughing. So I don't know. Well, well, that's that's different, you know. Because the more you do it, the better you get at it, you know. And it was doing like portraits for inmates and drawing their family members and their wives and kids and stuff like that on the handkerchief, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, you know, very crafty in there. Make, like, birthday cards, pop-up cards, you know, just, you know, something uh, I like to do, charging people Zoom Zoom and Ram Rams, you know, like honey buns. Wow. Uh, now we know who to go to for all of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we opened up supply because, you know, I used uh, I'm, uh, it's like something I'm also good at. Nails, I'm good at. You know, I love the art. You know, but selling is something uh, I'm really, really good at too. Because you know, I used to sell drugs. You know, uh, I used to co- I used to sell cocaine. So, so now I sell acrylic powder. You know, so uh, anything that was negative back then, my name was Lobo. That was my uh, street name back then. Uh, anything with negative turns is on the positive. You know, that shaped me to the person I am today. So I used to sell drugs, now I sell nail supply. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name was Lobo back then, and now my name is Lobo Nails. You know, I was in gangs back then, but my new uh, gang is its not that type of gang. It's called LBC Let's Build Confidence. You know, so basically, uh, LBC... You know, we go around to many different states. You know, I have a team in pretty much like all the states I usually go to, and we help people with their nail game. Yeah. So that's just um, a little something about myself to you. Yes, that that's very, very interesting. So, um, you know, you have explained how you got into your business, but... Tell us a little more about your company, uh, Let's Build Confidence. I love that name. Um, you know, not every business is that. I, I have seen a lot of business owners or, you know, um, you pretty much leading a team of in different states. Uh, I, I've met some of your team members and they all just, I feel like, in awe of you. So, how did you come up with less build confidence? Well, how did I came up with uh, less build confidence? Well, it's actually 
it's actually started with me and a friend of mine, you know, and and you know he just don't want nothing to do with it, but you know he's the one to get. Hey, you know, let's let's uh, let's let's uh, go ahead and let's do a class with 100 people. And I like do a class with 100 people. That's a lot of people. And he was like, so let's just do it, you know. And we're gonna call it Let's Build Confidence. So I like I like that, you know, because. Because let's build confidence is about showing people the easiest way to know how to do those nails, to know how to do those Instagram type of nails, you know, uh, which is which is uh, intimidating to a lot of people. When they look go to Instagram, they see all these beautiful nails, but how could they do it? They've been doing nails for like 15, 20 years, but, they, you know, uh, they came out match with the nail sets on Instagram. So that's what we do. We we uh, go out there. We show them how to do those type of nails the easiest way possible, you know. And we help uh, share our story so that it will inspire them, so that they will have that confidence. Hey, if if Jimmy if Jimmy Lobo he could do it, then I could do it too. Wow. Yeah. Let me tell you. I used to do nails, and I was I was so bad at it. I don't know how I had clients, but I was really bad at doing nails. And I see all your designs, and I, I mean, I can barely draw stick figures. So I, I really admire yeah. that. <laughs> Maybe I need to take one of those classes too. No, you, you know what you're good at. You should stick with what you're good at. <laughs> but so you know, I you think you're doing fine. So um. I, I just really want to know more, you know, what was that turning point? You know, you mentioned when you were in prison and, you know, you started helping others to get GED. But when was that snapping point that you just said, you know what, I, I just need to turn my life around? Because there was many people that I know, you know, they're in and out of jail, but they never learned and they're still in their 40s and 50s and they still don't change. But what what was it that you just said, I- I'm done with this? Um, uh, I, I, I would say, I would say, uh, uh, to be in all honesty, uh, I would say my faith in God. Okay. I would say my faith in God, like trying to, uh, uh, and also trying to prove to people that I'm worthy. Because even when I got out of prison, you know, a lot of people, you know, they show me love. They right. show me a lot of love uh, everywhere I go in the very beginning. But after, after, let's just say like a, uh, a couple months later, you know, when they see me, they just like look past me. I'm like, what? What just happened? We just, uh, my family just threw a big party for me. You know, everybody showed me a lot of love. You know, what happened? You know? Right. So, yeah, I feel hurt. <laughs> I feel hurt, right? You know, uh, you know, because you know, being locked up for so long, and then when you get out, and you know, people that you used to grow up with, uh, people that you just met, that's around the people that you grow up with now, uh, they came out and saw a lot of love. Uh, and I felt, I guess, that was a good feeling. That was, that was a really good feeling, just being isolated for so long. Uh, but then later on, they just like kind of. I, I feel like they looked down on me, 
uh, you know, and I felt hurt. And I was like, you know, I don't want to feel that way. No, I don't want to feel that way ever, ever again, you know? So I like, you know, I got to step my game up. Um, and that was my drive for a very, very long time and to the point where I'm not even worrying about it. Anymore. I think, I think when you said, you know, you didn't get a lot of love from your dad, I feel like with you, you know, cause there are people that I know when they didn't get a lot of love, um, they project that negativity towards others. But I definitely feel it from you. From the moment, the first moment I met you, I feel like there's just so much love in you. And I, I, I really, truly appreciate that because not everybody you meet is genuine, you know. And uh, and it's just like this array of just positivity that I feel. So what what is that one piece of advice? And I'm definitely, I really highly suggest if, you know, if you can um, come to our summit in May, I think that would be really, yeah. really great. Um, we have a, a API summit in May 4th at UJ Gwinnett campus. I, I truly right. feel like you could really tell your stories that I think other younger people can really appreciate it. Cause I mean, with all the access we have now um, and all the freedom the younger kids have now, it's just easy to get lost into you know, the gains and the love. And what is your piece of advice? And, and now you are a father, you know. Um, yes. How, what can you advise the younger people without, if they don't get the love from the family, where else can they talk to? And, and this is where the our platform comes in so that they can have role models like you, you know. Um, so... You know, just just being young, have all this access. You know, you know they uh, choosing today. They have to find themselves. That's what I realized through my kids. You know, because uh, you know, it's, it's a it's a totally different time than how it was back then. But uh, I I would say just. Just lay off on the phone, lay off on the iPad, you know, and and talk to people more. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, right, definitely. Yeah. And and those of you that you know out there that are listening and feeling like you don't have anybody to talk to, you can always email us as tamsu tam 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 at gmail dot com, um, and you know. I'm here to listen, and you know I'm sure I can connect you with Jimmy Lobo, whatever you want to call Jimmy. But you know, a wonderful person. I I don't think you if I if I ever have any questions or any help, I think you're always available, and I love that. So you know, if if you ever in a dark place, like just knowing that there, we have access to phones. But we also have access to phone for good reasons as well. Yes, uh, if they need to talk, I don't mind talking to them. Also, uh, sharing my story because you know, uh, probably I could relate to them. Uh, and also, if they want to speak in Vietnamese, Jimmy cũng biết nói tiếng Việt luôn. Giỏi quá. I I was really so. surprised. I was like, wow, he speaks Vietnamese very well as well. 
So, but um, you know, I I, I, I work I, at nail supplies, so I, I couldn't help it but to talk to a lot of Vietnamese people. Yeah, uh, working in nail supplies it would really help my Vietnamese too, because all all day I talk to Vietnamese people all day. Right. Yeah. No, I would I would definitely love to maybe. Um, if, if you don't mind, one of these days when you have a, um, you know, a, sh- a class here in in Atlanta, I would love to do a little clips on you. Um, just I really want to highlight, Absolutely. you know, what what you do, and I think a lot of I, I mean I I know some of your students, and they really they love they just love the way you teach, and um, I I really want to see that in action because you know I gotta see it to believe <laughs> it. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, but thank you so much for going on and talking to us today. I really hope that let's build confidence is gonna grow more and more. And we, you know, we would love to talk to you about the summit on May fourth. Again, um, if those of you that are interested in um, going to our AAPI summit on May fourth at UGA Connect campus, you can go online and find early bird tickets. And again, we're definitely okay. going to have another talk with Jimmy. And I am excited for when you come back in town and have another talk with you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today. And thank you for having me. We wish you the very best. Well, thank you so much. Uh, 